what's going on? How's it hanging? How's it happen? You guys, this is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody, it is May 17th. It is a Tuesday, and we got a great one coming up for you today. But before I get started, I want to thank our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Phoenix Fitness. Yeah, so, you know me, guys. I mean, I'm always going to those mosh pits. I can't stop, especially with, you know, going to welcome to Rockville this week. So for four straight days, I'm not jumping out of the pit. So to lead up to that, like I had to make sure my fitness level was on point, always hitting the gym, cardio, weightlifting, all that kind of stuff. But I also want to make sure I you know, prepared and recovered right so that my body was perfectly ready to go for the next day, you know, all that good kind of stuff. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in to help you achieve your fitness goals by helping you repair and recover with different supplements like different pre-workouts to help you get going, B-sub-A compounds to help you recover right and have your muscles, you know, absorb the nutrients better. Creatines help you build muscle, different protein blends help you build muscles, AM, PM, directly after workout, collagen blends, uh, plant-based protein, um, multivitamins, anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. For our listeners, get 15% of just code uh, MSOTD, NFXFit.com, link to the podcast, thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Now, our second sponsor is Custom Debut. So what Custom Debut does is they create a custom poster for you around anything you want in music. So here's how you do it. You pick a band. Let's go with um, the band I saw last night before I recorded this. Let's go with my friends in Casket. So I type in Caskets. And I can either give them an album name or a song name. If it's an album name, let's go with um, Lost Souls. Or if it's a song name, let's go with Falling Apart. What they'll do is they will create a custom poster for me based off information off of the, like, you know, the album artwork, the, the track listing, the lyrics. Anything that they might be able to use, they'll create a custom poster for me. And in 48 hours, they'll send it to me. I'll take a look at it. If I'm if I like it, I'm like, yeah, I get it then. If not, I give them suggestions. They change it around. And whenever I'm happy with it, then I get sent to me in either poster paper, a camera, or is an aluminum freaking sign. You can be the envy of everyone in the office, in the garage, in your basement, in your house, in your dorm room, anywhere, really. With a cool custom post from Cuz Debut. So get one. Yeah. So I'll just get 10% just code CPP10 at checkout. They Cuz Debut's link for the podcast. Also, we are an official sponsor of the When We Were Hungry Festival. Yes, the Corporate Rush Podcast is sponsoring When We Were Hungry Festival. That um Will and Mal from the festival were on the podcast back on April 5th, and we are happy to be a part of it, happy to be sponsoring that. So go check it out. It's happening October 20th and 21st in Las Vegas, Nevada. So if you're doing When We Were Young Fest, you're looking for something to do those two days beforehand, When We Were Hungry, baby. Pancakes in the pit, yo. You'll find me there. So go check it out. Check out the lineup. Uh, I'll have their website the description of the podcast well for you guys to check out so when tickets go on sale you can go and get them now time for a feature presentation so this band called valoria reach out to me it's like hey you know i took took a listen to their song i was like huh it's got joey vart from varsity on there <gasps> let's take a listen to an after i'm like okay we gotta talk to these guys so we get to talk to the guys from valoria and it's one hell of a conversation from music connectivity connecting us in so many different ways the meaning behind their song, Wander, and the emotional connection it has to it. Their upcoming EP, Dead Languages. But don't worry, it gets hysterical with Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, North Korea, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum becomes a huge part of this podcast, so don't miss out on it. Are you guys ready for a great band and a lot of fun? Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and boys and girl listeners of the Core Progression Podcast, I must say, my Instagram DMs are being a hotbed right now for a lot of great music that you guys should be listening to, 
And well, this is easily one of them right here. So when it comes down to it, this band, they just signed with Wave Records, their brand new EP, their debut EP, Dead Languages, comes out on June 10th. And they have a song out right now called Wanderer featuring one of the best guys I've ever had on the podcast, Joey Varea from Varsity. And yes, I'm wearing a Varsity shirt right now just for this. So please <laughs> welcome Dino, Joey, and Justin from the band Valoria to the podcast. So guys, welcome to the Court Progression Podcast. Thanks for, Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being on, guys. How's everything going in your world today, especially with the fact that, I mean, when we were recording this, it was like three days after, you know, you made the uh, Facebook post that you guys are having the debut EP come out and that you signed a Wave Records. So I'm, I'm assuming you guys are doing pretty well right now. Super stoked. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just been it's just been a crazy ride getting to this point, uh, you know, as as anything. Uh, so it's just it's it's been, you know, we've been sort of holding a lot of the stuff back for a while as it's been in motion, putting it together and uh, to finally be at a point where we're like showing what we've been doing to the world. And like, you know, here we go, you know, just let's let's go. And we're, we're just super excited for it. Right. And like how Justin was saying, like during the actual time period, we were actually kind of antsy of like releasing the material kind of early, but we tried to stay true and just like hold it to a, a due date and make sure everyone's comfortable with it. So it worked out. Yeah, we wanted to make sure we could play shows and do everything on a full release cycle behind it. So it was like months and months in the process after it was done recording and getting it to that, you know, final ready stage. And now like it's finally that big explosion that we were looking for. So it's it's been awesome thus far. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, though. I mean, again, take a look at what happened over the past two years with the pandemic and everything. There was a lot going on to the point where a lot of other bands as well, you know, they had they were recording new material. They were ready to release this stuff, but no one knew exactly when to release it because all of a sudden shows weren't happening. And then, you know, sometimes there are things going on with COVID as well, where bands are playing some shows, venues would shut down or, you know. You never knew what would happen all of a sudden if you're on tour with somebody and then, you know, the headline or something happens and they get COVID. All of a sudden it's like, well, either you're scrambling to try and find a venue in that city just to play a smaller show at or you're not playing at all. So kind of playing, putting that all into effect as well. Plus everything else going on with you guys, you know, signing with Wave Records, all this other kind of stuff as well. There's a lot going on to the point where now, especially with you guys releases on June 10th and now everything come into place. I mean, you guys are ready to hit the ground running and just take over that the scene that you guys are in right now this summer just go nuts with it to the point where i mean i'm gonna expect you guys to come back on here next year and be like okay this is where we started from the first time we talked and now all of a sudden you guys are like going on a like nationwide tour supporting varsity or something like that which would be cool that'd be really cool and you guys would expect me to be there going yeah woo <laughs> no, yeah, we would love that. <laughs> we love the idea of Joey getting on stage, singing his feature in Wanderers. You know, making sure that you know everyone knows we're good friends, and um, it's a great song. We're so happy to have his input on it. <laughs> right, but having you, that you, in the making, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I, to... I was just, I was just gonna say that uh, kind of. You know, you mentioned the whole just the last couple of years and the amount of uncertainty, and there's still, you know even today, it still seems so strange. Like the, the outcome of where we are now is, you know, nowhere where you would have expected a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. So there's, I feel like so much has changed from, you know, pre pandemic to post pandemic and how things have evolved. And so, so for us, uh, you know, a lot of how we were born as, as a group was sort of through the pandemic and sort of navigating that and trying to figure out what, 
what to do, how do we get out of this and, and whatnot. And so we, you know, it's like, Hey, we're in this position where, yeah, no shows aren't happening. And, and I don't know, the internet's sort of a weird place right now. It just, or the world is in a weird place right now, really. So we were just kind of like had our heads down and trying to put stuff together and writing and, 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 uh, eventually getting to a point where we say, Hey, we're, we're really proud and excited with, with the stuff that we have, uh, getting the opportunity to work with, with Joey, uh, from varsity, and uh, with on, on Wanderers and just, you know, get trying to get out and put it put together a collection of songs and just get it into people's ears. But we wanted to, to kind of work well. And we and kind of like you say, we were we've been just like working hard to get to a point where we could just like hit the ground running and just, you know, hopefully explode into some really awesome experience that we can share with, you know, everyone or as many people that we can reach. Yeah, yeah. it was really and, a point of. Uh... I was going to say it was a point of solace during the pandemic too, that we got together that two or three times every week, you know, everyone kind of started working from home and we all live, you know, within a couple minutes of each other in Providence, Rhode Island. So we got to get together way more than we could otherwise because um, no one was traveling anymore or going back and forth to the office. And we were writing and writing and writing because we couldn't get out and play shows with any other, you know, conglomeration of music. So we ended up with like, you know, 30, 40 songs we had written over these years. Yeah. And we could then just, you know, pick the best ones, find the best parts of those songs and smash them together with others. And that's why these five songs were probably, you know, <laughs> so much time in the making and so many other songs that got scrapped or reworked in that process because we were just getting together so much and doing that one thing. Yeah, just overall, like the, the feeling of the uncertainty, like with the music scene that was happening in the East Coast that, you know, bands were dropping off canceling shows and we were in the middle of that we were trying to figure out like okay we're taking a gamble um but in a sense but we have all our hearts in the actual process itself so we tried not to stray away from that and you know we kept going so pretty pumped on it just kept yeah. going just kept chugging along and of course during that pandemic time as well the fact of the matter that you guys were so close together that you guys could still get together those couple of times a week I mean, look at all these different other bands that unfortunately, you know, couldn't do that or a great number of those like smaller upcoming bands that ended up just ending everything and calling it quits for a band as a band because of the uncertainty around the pandemic, because they couldn't get together and because like life may have taken a different turn. I mean, we went through one of the most, I mean, a culturally and globally significant events in our lifetimes in 2020 and early 2021 with this pandemic. So that uncertainty really drove a lot of things, but having that solace for you guys, where you guys are able to get together, write as much as possible, work together as much as possible, clever, do all these kind of things. It's important to get these 40 songs together. And then now you have the time still to, you know, work within them, make them the best as possible, get a different set of ears on, maybe get a different perspective on them and make them as fantastic as they are going to be, especially with Wander right now. I mean, that's the one I've heard off the EPM. Like if that's the, if that's one of the five, I mean, you're already starting out super duper strong with something like that, in my opinion, at least, which I hope carries a little bit of weight for some people. So, I, <laughs> I mean, you guys literally just took it and instead of looking at it as, you know, oh, woe is me, you looked at it as, well, what can we do in this situation to make it the best possible for us to go after what we want to go after, you know, keep going and working towards our passion and going after this dream that is Valoria. And, and to that too, like, you know, obviously we appreciate that, that the Wanderers has been received so well by you and, and whoever else so far. Um, 
but it wasn't so clear cut, you know, a year ago or, or however long when, when we were sort of in the writing process and putting, pulling these songs together and, and in the studio, uh, you know, even up to the point where kind of like what Joey mentioned uh, earlier, like there was sort of some amount of anxiety of like, do we release this? When do we release this? How do we, you know, how is it going to be received? What, you know, what happened, you know, there's just so much, you know, so many things and factors to that come into play that are just a, a large amount of uncertainty that we had to kind of navigate. Uh, but we, we, we kind of just stuck true to our core and said, Hey, you know what, we've been working with this stuff and there's a lot of uh, passion behind it. And hopefully that kind of comes through and let's just put it out there and, and see what happens. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we, um, we stuck to it. We have we had no choice um, in a sense of like holding ourselves accountable as musicians and and like noticing the uh, the energy and how we're so in sync in the writing process. It was like we can't just like put this down and like discontinue. So we stuck to it. Like yeah, you know, like Justin said, it was a no brainer. It was a no brainer for sure. But and then the other thing too is is you know, the, the fighting, uh, I guess the, the, the elusive algorithm that is the internet and, and how there's so much content, especially, you know, post pandemic where everyone kind of had to switch to, well, I don't find music or other creative outlets, uh, by, by, you know, a physical connection to them or go running into a physical place. It was, I find these things online through Spotify, YouTube, you know, whatever services that they, that they find things. So it was also sort of worrying about that a bit. And, uh, and, and, and finding how, how can we best sort of use our strengths to that? Because uh, I feel like another part of our, our group as we, as, we sort of came, as we formed and came together and were writing was we didn't know exactly what or what we were aiming for. We just kind of, you know, because I feel like uh, all of us have a, lot, a wide gamut of, of interests uh, of the genres and, and different influences and whatnot. And we wanted to pull from all these different things and kind of just create, you know, something cool and fun that we all enjoy, but also that pushes ourselves a bit and, and all that kind of stuff. So at the end of it, it's like, well, what do we even have here? And, and when you're sort of in the, in the thick of it for so long, sometimes it's a, it can get difficult to kind of pull yourself out and see the forest from the trees and say, what, you know, what is this actual thing? This, this, these culmination of songs, what have they actually become? What are they? How do we, how do we label it? How do we uh, get, get it out there uh, and, and show it? I mean, of course we're proud of what we've put together either way. Um, but just to, just to get it out there. Oh, I can easily yeah. see where you're coming from, from that perspective. Well, cause even from like the outside, like other perspective coming from like, for me as a fan or as someone who's interviewed many bands that have gone through the same thing as well. One thing I've been seeing is especially, you know, coming together in this kind of thing. A lot of bands don't know exactly what they want to be or where they're going to end up going or what the end goal is or what the whole entire idea behind it is until they get together and really start working through some of these things and trying to figure it out. So having that idea behind, especially as you guys were starting this out and going through the writing process to let things just happen naturally, not try and force something in there because I've listened to a good amount of music, of course, you know, doing this kind of stuff. 
And I've got a pretty keen ear when I can tell if something felt like, you know, this was forced in there to try and make this sound a certain way or hit on this specific type of emotion. But when it's forced in there, it doesn't hit with the same emotion as, you know, if it naturally would lead to that point. So when you guys are writing music and putting all your different styles, all your influences together to really create something special, letting the, just that happen, letting that writing process flow and not trying to say, we have to throw this one thing in there makes a lot of sense to the point where, you know, when Wanderers comes out, you know, it comes out as strongly as it does. On top of that, the internet, you're right, it is just a freaking wacky place and trying to figure out the algorithm is absolutely insane. It is one of the most, like, hardest things to honestly do because there's it's always changing. There's so much going on around there. And especially now when it comes to that creative side of things, most artists, I mean, when, you're, when they release music, the focus is everything online because that's how it's delivered. That's where people's attention is. Yes, you know, for there's a lot of people that want to go out to go and see live shows and connect with music that way. But when it comes to most of the time now, discovery or just someone recommends a band to you, first thing you're going to do is you're going to go on your phone, you're going to go on your computer, you can go to YouTube, Spotify, Music, Amazon, whatever streaming service you use, and listen to some of the songs or listen to one song or you know, listen to the top song on Spotify for the first 10 seconds and be like, oh, is this for me or not? No, no, no. First off, don't do that. Listen to at least four or five and then make the choice because, well, now you're getting a better rave with the band actually instead of the first 10 seconds being like, I don't really think this is for me, even though I don't know what the rest of the song is like. So I'm going to go back and listen to exactly what I was listening to, you know, seven when I was like 16, 15 years old, because that's what real music is. Right. And like, if you notice it, like, it's almost like history repeating itself. The pandemic did one thing that was kind of strange, but also awesome. Like back then during uh, MySpace, the MySpace era, we were all looking and discovering bands through just being on MySpace. And like during the pandemic, that was was the same exact kind of process for a lot of people out there. We're finding new music through the internet and through these type of like social media outlets and like then gaining some kind of like, you know, knowledge and going from there. So I think that was really cool about the pandemic, at least. Oh, then the whole pandemic itself, but. (laughs) (laughs) If there were, if there could be one good thing about it. (laughs) Yeah, if there could be one. Yeah. Back then it was because it was like the newest thing and, you know, technology was so new and seeing, you know, songs coming out on the internet was like a novelty and now it's out of necessity. Like you can't go to shows and you can't go meet people and talk normally with strangers so uh this became like a good fill-in but we luckily at least had a couple decades of experience you know curating that so it could kind of rise to the occasion and we actually put together like playlists when we were writing and stuff of like all the songs of our influences so we could kind of see like really what is like the most important you know things to you during your process and we've been releasing those on instagram and spotify now coming out so if you kind of want to get a sense of that really wide music array that our uh, songs come out through you can give those uh, a listen and it was really fun putting them together and kind of seeing how wide varieties (laughs) we each individually have and what that's added up to i was gonna say coming from like the perspective again of like the fan or perspective of someone that's not in the band thinking about this everyone always kind of is interested in music and when it comes to the interest in your music they want to know like you know potentially what inspired you to write this maybe what do you guys listen to especially they connect with the band on some heavy level or any kind of level and you guys releasing playlists of your influences and what you like to listen to and kind of you know this is what we were listening to when we were writing this song or during this right process. That's something that adds so much more of a human connection and genuine perspective to the band itself, because 
now it's your people are seeing like, hey, they listen to the same kind of music that I do. And this is what they came up with. And this is why we connect with it. You're adding so much more of this connective availability to fans, to people that are checking out your music by simply doing something like that. Plus, you're able to just you know, expand the horizon of people that will get into the band because maybe people that aren't as big into the style that you guys are working with, all of a sudden, you know, they take a look at Dino's playlist and they see a lot of the bands they like on there. Now there's a connection made and then they'll listen to the songs that you guys put out and there's going to be an idea to try and connect with some of those things and pick up on some of those subtle nuances. And then all of a sudden, now they're connecting with it. Now they connect with the music of Valor and now they're fans of it to the point where you guys are going to be playing live shows. They're going to, they're not going to be the people that are sitting in the back, just kind of like with their arms crossed, like, I'm just here because someone dragged me here. No, they're going to be people in the front row just like, yeah, like basically trying to go like, and not saying fucking Slayer, but like fucking Valoria. <laughs> That'll be Joey. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but but no, that's that's <laughs> that's the one thing that I think I appreciate most about music is the fact that it's a a, a, a sincere way to connect. You know, people. You know, people are a a communicative species. They want to connect, and and music is you know a perfect avenue for that. I mean, think of like all the different types of concerts and shows that you've been to. And, you know, you end up in a mosh pit with a bunch of random strangers at some at some event somewhere. And by the end of it, you have a connect. You have a bond with these people, you know, and you don't you don't have to you don't have to have to speak a word with anyone at that show. And you have a connection with them just by being, you know, stuck in this mosh pit, in this crowd of people enjoying music together, you know. And, and I think that's what's really cool about it. And I, and I think that that uh, that connection, like you say, that's kind of what we're trying to to create. And I think you'll see a lot of that in the variety of what Dead Languages is trying to bring to the table. You know, you'll see I think I think you'll be able to kind of pick out those influences from the from like the playlist that we provide, because you see a wide range of things. You'll see stuff, you know, from more on the the, the sort of hardcore metal side of things all the way down to to pop punk, all the way down to like R&B influences. You know, there, there's a lot there to kind of unpack. And and we and there's a lot of passion and, and interest from us that we're trying to kind of that we feed through the, the, the songs on on the on the on the album. So uh, and, and each of those are different sort of channels, I think, to create those connections with with people. And, and I think that's what we want to do. We want to be genuine. We want to show that passion and we want to connect uh, as best as we can. Yeah, right. And on that and, genuine connection point that Justin was talking about, I had that quantified very recently um, when we were putting together, I'm getting married and we were putting together our like tables and our invite lists and all those sorts of things. And it was amazing how many few people from, you know, high school and college made it and how many full tables there were of people from bands and from the music scene or that, you know, my fiance and I met at concerts just, you know, in a pit or in a dance circle, depending on the show, you know, and those kind of people that ended up actually being at the wedding when so many other people fall off the wayside, that musical connection feels like it is so much stronger of a bond than a, a lot of other forces that bring people together. So that was an interesting thing we noted. <laughs> Honestly, right. and, I, yeah. oh, oh, go ahead, Joey, my bad. Oh, no worries. No, I, I was just going to uh, put a point on, like, it's also the emotion behind it. You know, a lot of what I see, what, what really um, brings me into the music that gets that, uh, that creative flow going and that, um, 
that aspect is that like that emotional approach like a lot of singers they can sing right great singers but you can always hear that keen emotion approach to like a song and how they're singing that's what captures the actual song itself so i don't know the for dead language i felt like it was very emotional driven like when it comes to vocals in which i love doing and having that feeling behind it so yeah again getting that connection as well like as justin dino said and when you have that emotional connection, I mean, that's really what's going to draw people to not only, you know, listen to the band, come into the band, but also stay fans and really connect with the music on some deeper level. To what Dino said about, you know, you're inviting people to your wedding and you're filling out tables and you're seeing the people that, you know, you would ex- you would think on a, let's just use it, on a, on a normal basis, you know, SpongeBob, like, <laughs> with the, hi, I'm normal. Hey, how are you? Lovely weather. Having, like that kind of lifestyle. No, I mean, you're yeah. not seeing people from high school. You're not seeing people that, you know, you think you would have. You're seeing people that you have that genuine connection with that, you know, you said meaning dancers or meaning mosh pits. Even myself, like I can attest to that because I'll put it this way. Every show I go to, I'm always wearing a Milwaukee Brewers hat to every, every single time for the sole purpose of, I don't know how many people actually know my name at these shows, but if I wear that hat to everyone <laughs> with my face, it is so hard not to recognize me to the point where I'll go to shows. Now there are so many people I see in the pit and I know their faces. I don't know their names, but every time I see them, it's like, what's up, dude. Hey, how's it going? I mean, I've met a good amount of people too, know their names. I see them at shows all the time and get and like end up talking to people and getting recognized just based off of that. So we go to all these same concerts. We go and experience all these same things together. We're in the pit together or you're on the side of the pit and I'm the one going crazy in the middle because, you know, Rise Against is up on stage and my, my brain just clicks on. It's just like, there is no way I am not going ham during every single song because that ain't happening. But there's just that connection that happens there. And of course, you always know that connection is genuine when, you know, after the show or after the song, people are high-fiving each other, hugging each other, really driving that through it. And that's the genuine connection that music brings to the point where you don't even have to know the person's name, but you can look, you can see them. You look at their face and you know that it's like whatever connection you guys have, that's real. And music is the driver of that. Absolutely. No, absolutely. You know, and that's why I think music has just been such a huge influence on my life overall. You know, it's, I've always been in that environment and those are the people that I'm, I'm closest to are the ones that I've met through some form of music, whether it's other bands that I've been in in the past or the music groups that I was in in school growing up or at concerts or whatever. Those are the people that like I have the strongest connection with, even if that was maybe the shortest amount of time I spend with them. Yeah, even like I'll take a show I went to the previous day before I record this myself. I, I get in line at the show and all of a sudden five people are walking up in the line and I know all five of those people through them. I'm th- they're all from Illinois through them. I'm going to welcome to Rockville with, and it's just like, okay, you know, we all get to hang out and everything. Next thing I know, three more people come in to one the show, like right as the show's about to start. And I see them in mosh pits all the time. And we hang out a good amount of time. So it's like, Oh, Hey, you know, now I've got like eight people here. Someone I work with who we connected with through the fact that we just love the same kind of music. All of a sudden, boom, we're all mm-hmm. together. There's other people I'm noticing. And what's even cooler is, too, from my perspective, is connecting with all those people, but also some of the artists that I go and see, like, they've had them on the podcast. One thing I always like to do is, like, if I have you in the podcast, I like to talk to you guys. I want to actually meet you in person. So going up and meeting and just seeing the moment of, like, oh, my God, it's you. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's you guys. It's that kind of connection is just one of the coolest things ever, the point where, even from my perspective, I get to connect with you guys as the artists as well in a, in a, in a different way as well. But it's just that connection, the one thing that's always constant 
is the genuineness of that connection. It's all based on the fact that music is the connection point. You guys make music that hits so hard with people, hits them emotionally, and inspires them. I'm on the side where it's like I get to feel that, and I get to also talk to you guys about it as well, and I'll get to share all of that and get to bring it all together. I mean, what's more genuine than something like that? Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, when it comes to to uh, dead languages, I think Joey has done an incredible job trying to convey that, uh, you know, with with his storytelling and just what he's trying to connect the his execution. Uh, I think he just you can you can hear that that connection being formed, you know, uh, which which I think is is really, really cool. And I, and yeah, I think in what, you know, in Wanderers, I think you kind of hear you hear that happen. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Gio. I was going to say, <laughs> I'll continue talking up Joey before he can. <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Advice, that was always something that, like, um, we talk about, you know, past bands we were in and and all sorts of things. And, like, working with Joey has been it's such a, a, a blessing of just throwing him in front of a mic and seeing what comes out and like going into, you know, a writing session or a studio session. And then what we come out with, it always elevates like three to four levels before it's actually done. And the live performance aspect, I can't wait for, you know, us to get out in this iteration and you guys to see that genuine connectivity happen in a place where we can all see each other face to face as well. So I feel like that's always been a huge part of our writing process and our band is being really open and honest and communicative and that'll just be the next step together is when we can start playing shows with y'all and get the next level of that intense interpersonal connection you know that music brings that i think we've all been missing a little bit yeah i cannot wait to finally do that uh you know it's just you know because for at least for me personally you know i've been in, in in prior projects and whatnot so it's but it's been a while since I've been on a stage and played a show with, with everything that had, you know, that's just gone on the last couple of years. It just hasn't been feasible really. Uh, so I'm just super stoked to like do that again. I, I, I can't wait really. <laughs> I'm so right. excited. It's, it's, um, it's, a, you know, we're all waiting for that moment because it's, it's almost like a, uh, an emotional release. Again, going back to the emotional aspect of it. It's like, once we start playing, and all that pent up energy we've had and throughout the years of waiting and to, to show people what we're, you know, we're capable of, it's really going to shine. And I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Really. Am. Yeah. It's been like actual years in the making. Yeah. All this stuff. <laughs> so it's not even hyperbole when we talk about that stuff, because this project coming together was, just, you know, years ago now. So it seems so far away uh, now looking in retrospect and, you know, the fact it's been such a weird <laughs> journey up to this point with the state of the world and the way it's been. But I think it all, uh, you know, formulated to this and hopefully it goes smoothly from here on out. Go big or go home. Big, go big or go home. I feel like with that, you guys have to have a banner in the backdrop on your first show. Just like what a long, strange trip it's been. And dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so far. Right? That should be our tagline for the band. <laughs> you guys right. got to add the so far at the end of it because then it just implies, you know, this is still going to keep going on. This long, strange trip is still going to keep going. We went through some shit, went through some like world changing shit, but hopefully, we don't go through something like that where, you know, live music is shut down and we're all shut out from people for like a year, year and a half. But 
some of the crazy stuff might happen because you never know what happens if all of a sudden something hits with dead languages and all of a sudden you guys are going on, you know, those regional tours, those national tours, all of a sudden something kicks in, maybe culture kicks in and the style that you guys are working with really takes off to the point where all of a sudden, you know, give it six, seven years down the line, all of a sudden I'm looking through, you know, scrolling through whatever social media is important at that time. If it's Twitter, if it's Instagram, if it's some weird thing that people are going to come up called, you know, Walla Walla, I don't know, but all of a sudden see <laughs> something that down, like, that yeah, right down. Right down. All of a sudden, like Valoria, European headlining tour. I'm going to sit there and be like, <laughs> why am I not surprised by this? And time to go over to Europe now. <laughs> well, that would be Honestly, that would be sick. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of those cool things with the algorithms. When we just talk about the Internet now. Like, it's fun seeing those little pop ups of, you know, people in different countries and um, seeing your music that, you know, it was a way that was really tough to get into their hands or ears, um, you know, a decade or especially back in, you know, the early 2000s or something, it was unheard of. So um, the fact that, you know, just three people in Kazakhstan listen to us is like neat, you know, that's a cool <laughs> little thing that a little pocket community of, you know, Valoria fans exist um, in, you know, remote mountain regions of Nepal. It's, it's just, it's interesting, you know, <laughs> it's cool um, that, you know, we can make it there just off someone's, you know, random Spotify algorithm or, a playlist off a friend's playlist off a playlist that was shared on Facebook. You know, it's amazing how that stuff spreads out nowadays. So it's really neat. I'm expecting to go on to like the Valoria, uh, Spotify and like, okay, let's see like where they're being heard. It's like, okay, you know, probably province <laughs> around is going to be on the top. And I can pretty much make a safe assumption that Chicago is going to be in that top five, because when it comes to anything rock and metal on Spotify, Chicago is always in the top five and I always <laughs> smile but then I'm gonna see like oh where else is Gloria you know really working with Helsinki Finland yeah <laughs> Berlin <surprised>. Germany <laughs> Melbourne Australia North oh Korea. shit they got global reach <laughs> North Korea <laughs> statistics getting in there <laughs> we're, we're, built, we're actually building an algorithm for North Korea specifically <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you guys find a way to get around those sensors, then I, you, you might end up getting like a knock on the door one day from the FBI and end up having to go all, you know, you guys might literally end up, you know, being the real life movie, the interview, but called like the concert. <laughs> wave distribution is so good we have little usb flat you know flash drives that can get passed along the borders and stuff <laughs> we throw them over the border we just throw right. them <laughs> dropping them from airplanes just every which way you can get them in there dropping them from airplanes <laughs> sneaking them in just you know doing a light little toss over the or you know dig you know they say dig a hole to china maybe you guys really dug through yeah. the earth and you like end up like come up the other side north korea and you start like Oh, I'm just gonna like throw out a bag of these flash drives and just like go back down the. You're literally gonna Bugs Bunny this shit. <laughs> it's always just four to five years delayed, so we'll be really big there in like 2026. You'll see. <laughs> Mark my words. Mark my words. Oh my god! I would end up like keeping tabs on this. All of a sudden, it's gonna be like yeah. there's, there's gonna be this huge like news story in like 2026, 2027 about North Korea where. For some random reason, no one knows why, but we found out here that Valoria is huge in North Korea. Why that <laughs> happened, they won't know, but nope. we do. 
<laughs> when Joey's up there brokering peace deals across, you know, pretty much, over like Dennis Rodman, it'll be perfect. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, Joey Rodriguez, yeah, right here. ambassadors <laughs> of peace. <laughs> but thinking about it now, after like you know, Dennis Rodman, ambassador of peace, I, I'm not necessarily sure that fully fits Joey Rodriguez, ambassador of peace. That sounds like it has a little more of a flow to it. Yeah, well, <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Until Joey writes his own autobiography and then starts doing book signings in a wedding dress. Then, you know, it's like, okay, now we're going to go into some different territory here. <laughs> oh, no, he went, full yeah. he went full Rodman. He went full Rodman. I feel like you never look at that career trajectory and go, that's that's what I'm emulating. That's what I want to be when I grow <laughs> you up. You never know. You never know. Most you never career Dennis Rodman. That's <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, be what you, you go from being one of the best to ever one of the best ever in the game when it comes to certain aspects, especially with Dennis Rodman, you know, best at, one of the best rebounders ever, to all of a sudden autobiography in a wedding dress, to ambassador of peace <laughs> to North Korea. I mean, that's not that bad of a trajectory. Maybe yeah, the guess, middle might be a little bit like okay, that was his like expressionist period. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was you know that was season th- that was like season three when they start you know experimenting a bit. You know, <laughs> it's pretty much season three. It's valorious <laughs> season really three right the there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, season five is when they get back to their roots, and that's when you go. Yeah. And that's, yep. that, 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 that's when you go <laughs> and play a concert period. in North Korea for as many people as possible. Oh. <laughs> oh dear God! I'm gonna. Keep, I'm still gonna keep tabs on that though, because it's <laughs> if it happens, you're gonna. I'm gonna put what I, again. Post it on whatever social media is prime time. Might be the one called Walla Walla, and all of a sudden it's just like, hey guys, you wonder why this band is big in North Korea? You wonder where the origin of it is? Send them the link. <laughs> yep, right here. You heard it here first. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> But We're already Ka- blacklisted. We're already blacklisted <laughs> talking about it. We're done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> We're not, what were we talking about? We're talking about Dennis Rodman. I mean, what's so bad about that? No one talks about Dennis Rodman without getting blacklisted. <laughs> hey, hey I'll, how about this, though? That Last Dance documentary that uh, ESPN put together that's on Netflix, the Michael Jordan, you know, 98 Chicago Bulls thing. None of them got blacklisted, and Dennis Rodman's a prominent figure in that documentary. So... Yeah, out partying in Vegas before playoff games, wasn't right? <laughs> he Michael... just got his leave of absence to go party for his own mental health. <laughs> and then him not showing back yeah, then him not showing back up and having Michael Jordan literally breaking down the door like you're coming with Dragon. us. And he's, and he's probably just like, Okay. All right. <laughs> when MJ shows up in your hotel room in Vegas, you know, you know you got problems going on. I'm waiting for him to knock at my door right now. Tell him, I was going to say, if that's a career trajectory, we could get to overlap. Michael Jordan, you want to come? Probably <laughs> my best friend. Wake up friend. Joey after a night of partying. There you go. Then there's going to be a documentary about that where all of a sudden afterwards you're going to hear Michael Jordan go, and that's when I took it personally. We laugh, but if they were ever... We laugh, but if there were ever a person for this to happen, it actually is Joey. Like, if 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 you know, we show up, and and the thing is, is like this this would happen, right? And then fast forward like three days later at band practice, still no word of any of this happening. And then Joey like nonchalantly brings it up, like, oh yeah, by the way, like this thing, this of you know, I ran into Michael Jordan, or, or like it's just some <laughs> random event, and it's like, 
Wait, what? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> random. It's and random. then, and then, like Dino and Justin, you guys would end up being like, "Yeah, we ran into Michael Jordan." Remember that one commercial they did when it was like the guy kept like going places, and his name was Michael Jordan, but he was like some fifty-year-old white like tax accountant kind of guy. And every time it's like Michael Jordan, everyone got super excited. And they saw it was him, and it was just like, "Oh." Like, that's the yeah. guy you guys would meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just says they're Michael Jordan, you know? <laughs> no, it's, that guy's going to end up, end up coming to a show, being a super big fan of Valora, and all of a sudden you guys are going to take a picture of him. Like, you're going to want that ID so you can show his name and be like, Michael Jordan is a huge fan. All of a sudden, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That Michael Jordan. <laughs> so any Michael like, Jordans listening to the podcast, hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> I came to practice one day. I came to practice one day, and I'm like, um, I was just like, I don't know if I, you know, Justin Alba know it, but I have I'm really good friends with Emily Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum's wife. So like, we talk on like a basis. It's so funny. It's random. Like, it's so random. One day we started talking through social media, and then we're just like exchanging like recipes and then wishing each other Merry Christmas and Happy Thanksgiving and all this other stuff. And one day I like Dina was like, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm showing them like all <laughs> conversations. It's just random stuff like that. I'm saying it could happen. Michael Jordan's next. I'm telling you. Right. Here it is. You heard <laughs> it here first. <laughs> That's the arc. Jeff Goldblum's wife, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Let's not disrespect Emily here, you know? <laughs> Oh, Emily, yeah. Emily's up. Emily, I'm, I'm Emily, sorry. Let, 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 let's do this. Yeah. Emily Goldblum, Michael Jordan. <laughs> there right. it is. Same echelon. Yeah, right <laughs> I, but you never know what happens. You guys are going to play a show, and you know, you're know you going to see Emily Goldblum and Jeff Goldblum watching the show. It's going to be like, well, guys, um, the best part of the original Jurassic Park is here watching <laughs> us play. That's what are we great. supposed to do? How do we compete think, with this? <laughs> I, yeah, I think you just added a bucket list item for me. I got to get my uh, my Google Doc open. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point during the show, all of a sudden, it's like, and remember, everyone, life finds a way. Life finds a way. And next thing you know, at that point, all of a sudden, they turn around and walk out. It's like, damn. But we took the opportunity, and we had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, not gonna lie, I was not expecting anything with Jeff Goldblum or Emily Goldblum or anything like that to pop on the podcast, but that might be one of the most ridiculous arcs of a conversation I've ever had from <laughs> yep. world, like like getting your music known world, potential worldwide through the internet, to North Korea, to Dennis Rodman, to Michael Jordan, to Emily Goldblum. How does that happen? That's the album. Just listen to Deadline. Welcome it's to Valoria. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Valoria. Hang, come hang. <laughs> Welcome to Valoria. If if you like any of those things that we described in there, and yes, I know you're going to like one of them. Probably the either the Michael Jordan, the Dennis Rodman, or the Emily Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum one, because who doesn't like Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. You're going to want to listen to Valoria just based off of that. You're going to be like, oh, my God. Or you're going to be like me where all of a sudden I'm going to get the song sent to me. I'm going to look at it and be like, oh, let's take a look at this. Wait, Joey from Varsity is on here? Okay, now I know I have to listen to this because I like Varsity. I've had Joey on the podcast twice. So I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Listen to him. I'm just like, yeah, like you're going to have that exact same kind of connection. I mean, trust me, it's a good one to have. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we were very fortunate enough to have him on the feature itself. It worked well. 
he came in and he did this thing and it just meshed together. So, so that's awesome. ab- you know, absolutely crushed it just like effortlessly. Like, let me just drop this real quick. And it was, we were just all like, wow, <laughs> you know? Uh, so yeah, awesome. Awesome dude. Uh, it was, it was really like, like Joey said, awesome opportunity to kind of work with him. And, you know, we look, we just look forward to the future and what, whatever that has in store for us, you know, Absolutely. Yeah, a continual uh some new surprises for you on the new tracks as well uh you know not features necessarily but some more aspects you might not expect from listening to that first song so definitely tune in for the the other drops as they come and what? you'll uh you'll be excited i don't know what else to expect i mean i was listen- like listening to water it's like there's so much going on in there but one question i do want to ask is again around joy beret's feature is How'd you guys connect with Joey on this and how'd you get him on this track? Because I did do a deep dive into this track like I like to do for like every single, you know, there's a new song out, a new album out, a new EP out for a band I have in the podcast. I want to know as much as possible about that song so I can talk about it and be like, yeah, I'm not bullshitting on this. Like if I say it's good, like I went through it as deep as possible to find out exactly why I think it's that way. So when it comes to having Joey like on this track, how'd you guys get him featured? How'd you guys connect with him? And what was it like to, you know, have him do that certain part that he did, especially in the bridge of this song to really make that stand out in contrast to the vocals that you guys were doing? Because some of the heavier stuff that you guys did, having that as the contrast really made that like stand out as such a big piece. Yeah, I think Joey joined as a contributor in a similar way we all kind of joined, which was our other guitarist, Ricardo. Um, We call him like the Nick Fury of our group because he just kind of assembles everybody that ends up uh, contributing to it. It's awesome. Uh, So if we were the Avengers, he was definitely associated in some way to that as well. Um, Because Ricardo, we had all just kind of played in bands, um, toured across with other people's bands in, in past iterations of you know, musical projects we were in, and especially Ricardo played as a a fill-in, you know, musician on tours before as well, and kind of just met Joey through that, um, you know, opening for him on a a leg where he was actually playing, you know, um, other stuff. So we all, they all kind of met that way. And uh, Ricardo was like, hey, you know, his band's doing really well right now. He's right in New York. He's like, you know, definitely communable. So we can actually, you know, meet him and have sessions with him, you know, in person. So we don't have to, you know, send out an MP3 file. We thought it was really important to, you know, be together for that. Um, so it was great that it worked out, you know, just a few hours away um, and right where our studio is in New York as well. So it worked out for the best. Um and he was awesome on it. Like we said, um, you know, showed up super professional, had everything written and ready already um, and kind of exceeded our expectations on the track. Um, and it was fun to get, um, you know, his input on the song and his, uh, you know, that feature was fantastic. So we can thank Ricardo for kind of the initial introductions, just kind of knowing him through the scene. Um, and we're all kind of good friends now. <laughs> and, uh, and, and like, to your point too, the contrast, the, the sort of the, the reason for that too, was when we were writing Wanderers, uh, I mean, you said you did a deep dive. So I'm kind of curious as to how, what your takeaway was from, from that, as far as how, what you saw in it. Um, but, uh, when, when writing, when we were writing that song, um, there was, you know, we, we were still sort of still trying to figure out what we're doing as far as the sound, what we're aiming for, what are we pulling from? What, how, what are we trying to, to go for here? Um, what, you know, what's sort of what's pulling at us right now? What do we want to convey and that kind of bit? And, uh, and, and some of, some of that was sort of hearkening back to some of our earlier influences. And then, and so we were writing this song and then we, we noticed that, you know, the, the song just comes in like hitting the ga- the ground running, you know, it just like comes in right away. Joey's vocals are, are, are just like right in your face. 
and and it just like it just really hits and and I and it resonates with you. But we knew we needed like a contrast to that you know that you can't sustain a song, or that you know you need to you need to have a break. You need that contrast. And you know we were going through some iterations of the song. We were like, you know what, this might be a perfect opportunity to like do something you know way out of left field. And then knowing uh, you know Joey from from Varsity. Um, uh, having more of that, like R and B, you know that you know, like Michael Jackson kind of like inspiration. We're like, this might be, this might be it. And of course, you know, by that point, you know, Ricardo already had that connection. So we, it was like, hey, why don't we, why don't we reach out and see if we can make this work? This would be a great opportunity to like add that to the song and and really put the whole piece together. Well, I gotta thank Ricardo for that one, aka the Nick Fury of the group. I'm I'm also before I jump into it. I do expect at one point, if you guys are playing a Halloween show for Ricardo to go out on stage dressed as Nick Fury. And then at one point, get me the mic, lift up the eye patch, and just yell, I am tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking point. <laughs> <laughs> just take the whole entire Sam Jackson arc there. But, I mean, just what you had said, especially around, you know, listening to Joey's vocals, you know, the softer kind of like that Michael Jackson R&B-inspired vocal set that he does have – especially with the against the vocals that you guys had done because there were a good amount of times you know you had joey you had joey's vocals here that came out especially being a song full force and just really kind of brought the you know attention right then and there but then mixing in some of these heavier unclean vocals at the same time as well you're getting a lot of contrast in there just from that just different styles but having such a stark contrast with especially how the bridge was built as well it makes this point in time stand out so much more but it also has to all connect especially in my mind when I do these deep dives is I first find out the meaning of every single song. At least I try and find out the meaning because that really gives that whole entire idea of the song, a certain flow, a whole story arc behind it as well. It's a whole emotionally driven arc to the point where I can potentially start to find the emotion of the song, find the meaning of it, find the core emotion of it, and then build my whole arc around it, build my whole idea around it based on my experiences and really feel the song and really give it its own life within my own mind which will be different than what you guys are listening to it because you guys have gone through different experiences in life, but we also relate that core emotion. And again, when it comes to any kind of music, live music, you know, people just listening to it, that's where that real connection all stems from. It's from the core emotion behind every single song and the fact that we all connect with it in completely different ways, but we all have that commonality of connecting to that single point of emotion. Yep. No, a hundred percent. And there's, there's a story there that, that Joey is, is speaking to in Wanderers, but it, it continues and it's, it's interwoven through the rest of the songs on the album. So you go through dead languages and there's, there's a story that's kind of built that we kind of bring you. There's this journey that you kind of experience starting from, from Wanderers and, and leading through to the end, to the end of the album. Right. Um, it's so uh, you'll, you'll find the common theme is like an inner monologue. Uh, within oneself and and that exploration of oneself and uh, finding who you are in a sense of uh, you know putting yourself together like it's 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 again it's a it's a, a story of triumphant there's good happy endings there's sad endings to it but it's all about again the inner monologue you'll you'll find that as a common te- uh, theme throughout the uh, rest of the tracks. Well, just looking at what I put down for Wanderers, like for the meaning, I'm like thinking you know what especially with how you put it you know inner monologue kind of thing. It's definitely a place where I can see a lot of commonality happening through those songs. So when it comes to water, I got to ask, man, 
when you're writing the song, what was the emotion behind it? What was the inspiration behind it? What's the meaning behind it? Also, so that I can take a look at what I wrote down and see how close I got in terms of really relating to that core emotion. So when it came to the writing Wanderers, I took it in an approach of um, having it reflect on someone, one on yourself in a sense of, uh, let's say, if you're going through hard times of someone trying to change you or some try, someone trying to take your light away, but again, you're, you're still navigating and whether you should keep your true self or keep going on as, as you are. Um, again, it's, it's, it's about keeping who you are, maintaining that integrity. And um, yeah, it's most, most, most of all, just to maintain that integrity, that self-integrity. Not gonna lie. I think I kind of, hit on that emotion because I kind of looked at it. I'm going to look at my notes because I got three pages of notes here. When I said deep dive, I meant it. I wrote down, I thought the meaning was around, you know, finding your place in life and doing so on your own terms and not falling victim to the wills and wants of someone else. There are many people in life that will try and break down those ambitions that you have because it doesn't fit what they want or what they like. And that could be from many different sources. It could be from your family. It could be from your friends. It could be from a significant other. It could be from the stock you put into just the perception of the people around you that are immediately around you, like your neighbors, you know, you go out, people that are around there or from people online that you never actually meet and you just, you know, are putting more stock into what potentially they're going to tweet at you instead of, you know, what you actually care about yourself. And they would rather have you down with them than soaring along alone. The song is about breaking from that ideal and those people trying to keep you down. Exactly. And it's funny that you mentioned family because there is a line in the song called, uh, well, it's, it's, uh, it goes, it's so hard to find trust in blood. And that goes with family itself. So it's really cool. You put that out there as well. You notice that. No, I, like I said, if I was going to do a deep dive, I was going to try and pick out whatever I could figure <laughs> out about it. And yeah, that's what I came up with. Cause I awesome. like, if I can find the lyrics, like I will read through the lyrics while I'm listening to the song and really try and use that, like the way the instrumentals are, the way the vocals are set, are used, the way the vocal patterns are, the way the difference between clean and unclean and where they're placed, how they hit and what words are being used at that time. So like, if I go through a song, like it's, it's not like a, you know, I'm listening to a song once and I write down this stuff. I'm usually going through this stuff like eight or nine times before I actually fully write out everything I want to write out on this. But like, again, like, I can sit here and like go through the meaning what I, my approach it, but it's also, it's, it could be self-interpreted. Like as you looked into the song itself, I want to have our fans to be our listeners, to be able to navigate it their own way and taking back from what, you know, what they hear. So that's awesome that you went into that. Yeah. It, it goes back to making that connection with someone and, you know, Joey speaking from his personal experience and, and that inner monologue that he's trying to convey throughout, throughout dead languages. But, um, creating that, you know, he's, he's, he's putting his, you know, his, his emotion out, he's putting the story out and that's his story. But again, through, through, you know, the way people communicate and connect with each other is that story may not be my story, but I can relate to that story. I can understand that story and apply it in my own way to, you know, and whatever that means, if it's, it's, if it's a way to help me get through my story and I have something, I know that there's something there that I can relate to. That's, that's important for, for a lot of people. Um, and I and uh, a side note too. I think another part about Wanderers, it's maybe not explicit in the 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 lyrics or the the story itself, but uh, you know, it's talking about keeping that integrity and and being and not falling for this other stuff. But the other the other side of it too is that it's not when you're in those moments 
it's not clear what the right answer is, right? You, you're, it's, it's very unclear as to should I, you know, am I the one who's at fault? Do I need to kind of fall into this other thing? Maybe I'm the crazy one kind of thing. Uh, and, you know, just really exploring that, right? It's, it's not, it's, there's a level of uncertainty uh, of, you know, you know, you want to stay true, but you're still not sure what true is. Right. And that's one, it's, that's one point again, finding your self-worth um, and that self-integrity itself. Like that's, it's all, it's all about the journey. And dead language is, is just a, a, an adventure of songs, it's like a, a collection of songs that has that story and has that, you know, that kind of quality of the same theme. And if so. you're able to pull that out where it's like you're going to have that journey and have that kind of quality in there, because like I'm, I got to take a look at a little like note sheet that I have up on my on one of the uh, one of the posters above my desk over here. And it's like I have top 10 albums from 2022 and I'm looking at it, and there's a couple on there and it's like when I look at them. I remember what stuck out to me. It's because like there's an emotional journey that happens when you go through them. And the two that I have up there that stick out to me are this uh, album, uh, Deadlock by Envisions, metalcore band from the UK, and then a like alternative metal metalcore band from uh, Germany called Breathe Atlantis with their album Overdrive. Just this emotional journey that you go on when you listen to those albums is absolutely intense. And the reason why it works out so well, and the reason why it works out so well on Wander as well, and Again, I haven't heard the rest of Dead Languages yet, but I mean, if the quality behind those tracks are the same as it is on Wanders, you're going to feel that exact same kind of journey, that exact same kind of motion, because it's how you constructed it where, yes, I could pick out pretty well, you know, the where the meaning of the song was at its core. But the reason why that happened is because you're, you're taking something from your personal life, you're taking something from your, you know, insights, from your truth, all that kind of stuff putting it into this song and telling that story from something that is a hundred percent real. And that did happen to you that you experienced, but you wrote it and you guys perform it in a certain way where it wasn't so specific so that unless you went through that exact same thing, you're not going to relate to it. You guys wrote in a way where metaphorically we can easily pick up on it. We can pick up on the emotions. We can understand that core emotion of self-worth integrity and not letting other people you know, basically dictate what you're going to do in life and how you should go about life based on their premonitions. We can all feel that emotion. And then once we understand that listening to the song, listening to the metaphors of those songs, instead of trying to put you guys into it, we put ourselves into it. And then we create our own stories with our own perceptions, with our own experiences and relate to the song in that way. That's what all the great songs in the world do is they create that core emotion. They're able to just, you know, hone in on that and then expand that out so when people listen to them, they connect with them on a completely different level or on a completely different way, but on the exact same level and all based around that exact same emotion. That's what you guys did here. That's what many other bands have done that have created those fantastic songs. That's what many bands are really striving to do, and you guys hit it on this one. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, Thank you, Kevin. That's awesome. It, it, yeah, that's really that's really awesome because, again, that's like you said, that's what we strive. That's what we're striving to do. So it's... But, you know, we we do what we can. And did we actually hit the mark or not? You know, we're we're biased. You know, we've been we've been in the in the mud working these songs for so long that it's, sometimes it's not as clear. So to get like that outside perspective and hear that, you know, you were able to connect, you're able to, you know, deep dive and, and really pull out the true core components and principles of of Wanderers, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm just really glad and, and happy to see that 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 happened, that it worked out that way. 
talked about writing all these songs over that like you know years span that uh we were in our drummer's basement you know doing all this and wanderers is actually out of the five the first one of these that we like finished so um it'll be interesting with the other four that they all had you know months and months i think extra time and things that uh and just our personal growth during that time as well because we wrote ronders a little before we wrote some of the others so the uh personal growth and just stories that i think happened in that time frame <laughs> will uh impact the other four songs as well um you know it's all one united work but uh it changed during you know from song to song as we were writing it you know everyone changes and the world was changing so fast that i think from song to song in there um you know growth happens <laughs> so that was a really interesting thing as well that wanderers was the first release and we got a lot of others coming your way as well which will be really fun to do and and our connect and i think like you're like you're saying dino uh we like our connection between us in the band, you know, there, there is more coming as, as we spent more time together, working together, just like learning each other's stories and work, figuring out how to work through that. And like, how do I help Joey get the point across? You know, how do I help him, you know, get exactly what he needs? How do we, you know, from a, from the instrumentation's perspective, how do we help, you know, lift that platform for him to do what he needs to do? Uh, and I, th you know, that was sort of another journey that we were going through internally, right? As as we're going on, we're just learning more about each other and how to how do we work together as as a group of, of musicians, and uh, and pull that together. Right. We were all stepping out of our comfort zones, and we were able to step out of those comfort zones and just revert back and look into an, uh, an outside perspective and come back into it and um, get more comfortable, I guess, with it. You know, and we were all myself as well. Um, you know working with this amazing group, like it, it was, it was a challenge and it was great. It's a good, a good experience for sure. And kind of jumping back to what Dino had said about with this being, you know, like the first song that really came out of this whole entire thing. And that the other ones that are on here had a little bit more time to kind of, you know, sit, sit in the lab, sit in the slow cooker and really kind of come into fruition. This is something that really has me a lot more excited for this EP than it was that I was but like before the start of this. And here's why. So we're talking about this and we're talking about, you know, how this song is built, how this song is constructed. And we also talk about how on this EP, there's going to be a commonality of the theme. There's going to be commonality of this like continuation of a story on top of it, just this overall growth that's happening through there. So it's going to be connected to there. And this is one that's starting us out. All of a sudden, the other songs you put together, you guys grew through that. You guys went through a whole entire story yourselves through that. So it adds this whole extra layer of emotion on top of it, this whole extra lore in a way around this whole entire ep as well that you guys can really work towards and really build on and by the time it releases you know people can pick up on these different themes on these different continuations of these stories and just add to them so that you're creating more of this whole entire in a sense emotionally connective world around valoria just based off of this I mean, it's it, my excitement literally from the beginning of this was like, I, I can't wait to hear this EP when it comes out. Now I'm just like, I'm not sure if I can wait like a month for this to come out. Like I might have to find a way to, you know, might have to call somebody. It's like, okay, is there any way you can get the masters of this thing and just listen to it? Distribute it. Yeah, so. I was going to say distribute it out. Yeah, no, no, no. We're not. Talk to Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll talk to Nick Fury on that one. Maybe I'll get led into the Avengers and maybe I'll get access to, you know, maybe one song. You know, I'll be like I'm trying to think. No, nah, I wouldn't be like the Spider-Man. Like, I'm too old to be Spider-Man at this point. 
I know Ant Man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, we could all be so lucky to be Paul Rudd. So uh, I'll right. take that. <laughs> Sexy boy. At that point, I just go, hey, hey, look at us. Yeah, who'd have thought? Not me. <laughs> we'll, definitely, we'll definitely have another single teaser uh, or single drop as well on the way to June. So we'll have something else for you, you know, in the meantime, to definitely tide you over. That'll be publicly released. So we'll we'll have something coming. <laughs> I'll say at that point. A couple weeks. At that point, weeks. hopefully what will happen is I will be, you know, listening to that track. And during that track, I'll end up doing something like this where I'm just like sitting there listening. And all of a sudden my face just goes like, <gasps> and I just start to like go, <gasps> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Not right, I kind of want. I was thinking about that. I'm like, I wanted to find a way to make it, you know, something wacky, but also, you know, make sense. And that's probably what exactly it'll happen. Now I gotta actually get back in this chair because I'm not gonna kneel the rest of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> That would be perfect. Absolute best reaction we could have hoped for. So <laughs> just slink out of the chair, fist go up, go, yeah. <laughs> There's the guy from Helsinki. <laughs> <laughs> and then in five years, everyone in North Korea. <laughs> yep. right. And then Jeff Goldblum. Oh yes. And then Goldblum. Very on top. Because uh music finds a way. It does. It does. <laughs> it always does. It always does. Come up with like three taglines for our band, I think, during this <laughs> podcast alone. So music finds a way might be my favorite yet. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have, if you have it on a banner, you have to, here's what you have to do. Have it on the banner that says music dot, 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 finds a way. Have your logo on there, but the banner is going to have to be the the scene from Jurassic Park with Jeff Goldblum's shirt open, laying <laughs> down, just like, music uh, finds a way. <laughs> it's just gonna be my face on there though i'm on jeff goldblum's body it's gonna be like, <laughs> giant joey tattoo you know <laughs> the stomach oh my god now there's an idea yeah, there we go that's an album cover i think uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys make that like an album a single cover i will look at that and first thing i'll do <laughs> I'll just start laughing my ass off because one, it's hysterical. Then I'll keep laughing because I'm like, holy shit, it actually happened. Then three, I'm going to be like, well, I have to share this with everybody. Be like, hey, you know this? I don't know where that idea came from. But also, listen to the freaking song or listen to the freaking album because, well, I think you should. Okay. Alternate album cover for Dead Languages then. Here we come. That'll, that'll go, that goes viral more than the... <laughs> it's not the alternate one. The deluxe version. Deluxe. There you go. Deluxe version. Perfect. What else? What do you get? What do you get out of the deluxe version? Well, you get one more song, and then you get like a, a demo of us just like talking, eating pizza, and telling a funny story. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And you get the eight by ten poster of the Jeff Goldblum on a on the car with the Joey face. You know, the Joey tattoo. We'll make it a whole poster set. <laughs> if we'll if release I it in the deluxe. If I can make a request, because well. I got a lot of different things like hanging up in my walls here. Like I got like skate decks, flags, posters, all that stuff. I've got a blank spot in my wall back there that, you know, it could use something. I have an 18. We got something for you. We definitely have, have something. We, have, say, we got posters, friend. We'll send you something. I was say, I got an 18 by 24 frame. So if I get a poster that says music finds a way with Jeff Goldblum shirt wide open, 
Joey's face photoshopped on top of it and a stomach tattoo with the Valoria logo on there, you know that's going up there right away. Like <laughs> I, I've got a, I've got the poster frame already set for it. Got those command like Velcro strips ready to roll. All I need is a thing. Put it in there. It's going up there right away without hesitation. <laughs> That's some good uh, advertising space, too. We might have to take you up on that. We'll see what we can cobble together. <laughs> oh, honestly, I should have kept that as like a rotating thing. But no, if, if if I get that poster sent, that's permanent advertising space right back there. <laughs> like, it's not leaving. We have some things in store in the in, in merch world. Uh, we're, we're excited to put out there pretty soon. So, yeah, well, we're putting some new uh, irons on the fire now, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> expectation yeah we will have some uh, some really fun merch designs i think coming down the pike uh for the ep release shows um you know when when we come out with the ep release and and the uh the accoutrements around that <laughs> will be really fun to do so anything else uh you know we'd love to hear from y'all so anything you want from valoria as well let us know and uh you know we're already getting feedback it sounds like for jeff goldblum themed <laughs> merch <laughs> so hey well, we'll take it into consideration. Well, even think about this. When it comes to kind of even going back to the like first part of the conversation, thinking about, you know, the the internet, just how how powerful the thing has become, how much of a necessity it's become when it comes to when it's come to like music discovery, music sharing, all that kind of stuff. Think about this. There's a lot of bands like, you know, they create something wacky. They create something just that's out of the box but really connects with the internet in some sort of way. Look at all the crazy stuff with all these insane videos that Electric Callboy is doing. The merch, like the, the Nightmare on the Ninth merch that Ice Nine Kills puts out, specifically when they did the Disney stuff that really kicked it all off, that Disney somehow, after three iterations of it, still has not sent a cease and desist letter. I, <laughs> how that is the case, I have no idea, but apparently must be making you know all the Metalcore fans still like Disney. I don't know. But if you guys made Jeff Goldblum inspired merch. Who doesn't like Jeff Goldblum? The internet loves Jeff Goldblum. All of a sudden, there's a Jeff Goldblum Valoria t-shirt out there. I could almost guarantee you, you guys just put a little ad on, on Facebook, ad on uh, Instagram, just start talking to people on Reddit about it. That shit will sell out so damn fast. You're going to have to like order you know 2000 4000 shirts of this stuff and all of a sudden it's like what <laughs> because it's Jeff motherfucking Goldblum. Well, it's Joey's face on Jeff motherfucking Goldblum and it says he <laughs> finds a way but I mean I would if that, if you guys make that shirt and I see it you're going to end up seeing an order from me within 5 minutes of me seeing that shirt. <laughs> there it is. All right. Okay. Well, there you go. Worthwhile then. I I already I already see the the order coming in. <laughs> He'd be like, "Oh, who is it? Oh, it's it's Kevin. I see what this is for. Yeah, what is it? He wants the Jeff Goldblum shirt. All of a sudden, it's like a month goes by. It's like we send the Jeff Goldblum shirt. I'm not sure if you got all of a sudden next podcast you see that comes out. All of a sudden, boom, big old Jeff Goldblum right here. It's like there it is <laughs> <laughs> with the poster in the back too. It's just like look at that beautiful thing. Beautiful, just beautiful." Inception. We got it in multiple places now, too. And <laughs> just all Goldblum <laughs> all, all of a sudden, it's like where I shoot these podcasts, which is, of course, in my literally in my living room. It's like, well, what's what? Where's all the music? So, like, what's all covered here? Well, it turned into a whole entire Valoria Jeff Goldblum sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> Best possible I, use for I'm okay room. with that. Hey, I'm fine with that. <laughs> 
I'm gonna send it, once this uh, podcast comes out, send us straight to Emily. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, Make sure we get the. Uh, I'm not the sure what I say. I'm not sure what kind of reaction she's gonna have. Either it's, it might be it's gonna be one of two things. It's gonna be like, Joey, what the hell, man? Or it's gonna be, <laughs> Joey, what the hell? Those are incredible ideas. Like, right. run with this. I'll send her a shirt and everything. <laughs> and the next thing I mean, you're gonna end up seeing a shirt. It's gonna be literally everyone in the band just kind of hanging around, and there's gonna be it's not gonna be photoshopped Jeff Goldblum with you know shirt wide open laying down it's not gonna be photoshopped in there it's like in front of you guys like standing on stage no it's gonna be the real fucking deal thing <laughs> yeah that's if we uh venture down to the west coast that's for sure we can get them in there that's Just, the west coast tour. It's, it's called the jeff Goldblum tour that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna do next that's what we would call it that's perfect <laughs> the internet would lose its collective mind if you named your tour the jeff Goldblum tour and then not only will we be asking him, but Twitter will also be asking him to come out to the shows, you know? And how could he say no to all of that? <laughs> right. See, I'll put it this way. Now, that sounds like a tour that I need to sponsor. Hey. Hey. Hey, I'm, I'm already sponsoring hey. the When We Were Hungry Festival this year. The Jeff Goldblum tour just sounds like the next logical step. To us as well. So let's get that in the works. <laughs> From pancakes to Jeff Goldblum, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, sh- well, one thing I do want to say though is before you know, like really kind of like bringing this to a close is when it comes to you know the song Wonders. Of course, I did the whole entire deep dive into it, but I always like to end it by always like having like this overall you know kind of like summation of it. it's kind of like you know mini press release style to it because for people that are listening, it's like should you listen to the song? So let me put it this way. Overall, this is the way to come out with a single. The song takes kind of, you know, I'm going to use an inspiration from Varsity. Well, kind of like what they do, but focuses more on this like melodic flow to the entire sound. Also, a focus on a heavier backing to really tell the story of trying to break from those that keep us down for their own selfish gains. But the vocal performance is what's key here. Holy crap. Listening to the vocal build, working with like the softer sound from the beginning of the first verse and chorus and the bridge from Joey's feature to let the heavier and angrier vocals from the unclean style show come to light to show the anger to break through. That second verse though, where it's really focused on the unclean is an absolute straight killer of a verse. This song is definitely one to remember. That's that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm sold. I'm I sold. Still, oh, I still remember listening to the, I still remember listening to the first time because I was like, again, that first verse, it's got that like it kind of has like some of the softer vocals. Too, and that's like softer, but more more clean, but you had some backing, like unclean accenting vocals. I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna go like heavier at this. Then the second verse came in, and that was a moment where I didn't fall out of my chair because I had a couch because I was in a different spot, so I had a couch right behind me. So I shot right back. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What? And you're you're gonna get a lot of those types of like mixtures of like heavy, jazzy, clean, raspiness throughout the whole. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a surprise, and a lot of very like other hidden uh, little gems in there that you won't expect. It's 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 a whole mess of it, but it comes together perfectly. It, it's a lot of just dynamics, you know. That's that's the that's sort of the goal there is to just showcase a lot of different things and and get that high contrast from. Like you're saying, building some clean parts into some really, you know, in your face, heavy parts and, and 
everything in between. Yeah, you guys are probably gonna have to. Because Brad could probably have to buy me a new chair after I'm done listening to this EP because I might have like <laughs> ten or fifteen moments where I'm just like, what? <laughs> they did. They did what? There's gonna, there's gonna be some what moments. There's gonna be some what moments for sure. <laughs> if I fall out of my chair, you guys win. <laughs> I want to see it. I'll say you guys. You guys will get a message after I was little. Be probably like, guys, I fell out of my chair three times listening to this thing. <laughs> Out of the sheer fact of like, I was just was just utterly just. I, I'm trying to get another good way to put it. Just like listening, just like. Yeah, the EP comes with liability insurance. You have to sign up for so. <laughs> so damage to all chairs are covered. That's all set. So like, <laughs> I mean to call my insurance company and be like, all right, I'm about to listen to Dead Languages. Um, what am I covered for before I listen to this thing? Especially if I'm, especially if I'm listening in the car for the first time. It's like, okay, what am I actually covered for? Because I, I might have those like what moments where all of a sudden I just turn to the right and all of a sudden next thing you know, I'm spinning out, end up in a ditch. And uh, you know, my, my car is totaled, but the radio is still going. My FM transmitter is still rolling. So I'm kind of sitting there like, how the hell am I going to get out of here? You know what? I'm going to figure that out after I'm done listening to this EP. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, what moments? Okay, I'm not going to drive my car off the road. I won't do that. But I'm just, you know, personifying or except like exclamatorizing, whatever you want to call it. Just probably the reaction I'm going to have. Falling out of my chair, though, very likely. <laughs> so, yeah, listen to it in the safety of your own home and make sure that you're not operating any heavy machinery. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, be sure to do that. So no, no driving the car for me the first time I hear this. So I don't have those crazy <laughs> what moments, you know, have a nice little conversation, have a nice little time just sitting on the floor, just listen to the whole entire thing, you know, <laughs> may, maybe put a bunch of like, you know, pillows around me. So in case something happens, you know, I don't hurt myself too bad by yeah. having those crazy what moments where I lose all control, you know, start waving my arms up like a wacky waving inflatable arm floating two band, like what? <laughs> <laughs> and then end up like throwing my hand in the wall and next thing you know like okay my hand's in the wall right now and i can't get it out <laughs> darn there is actually a uh reaction guy on tiktok who does metal reactions and he has those uh practice dummies behind him that you use for like karate or like <laughs> you know training and so he gets up if he feels so inclined during <laughs> breakdowns and pits and just throws down against the uh against the you know the mannequins that he has yeah. set up across his room. So you might need a setup like that <laughs> for some of the breakdowns we got coming. Anybody know where I can get a karate dummy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also comes with the actual album itself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the deluxe edition. We'll send you your own, <laughs> <laughs> you know, karate dummy so you can mosh in this in your own home. <laughs> I never. Th I need one of those. I should have gotten one of those during the pandemic. I mean, I was like, when can I mosh again? Please, yeah. someone help. It may have prevented my appendix from actually, you know, potentially bursting because it was after two months after the pandemic, my, my boss at work said, you know, you, you kept going to the pits and after the pandemic hit, you know, after two months, your body needed to find a way to hurt itself. I'm just like, well, uh, you're not, I don't think you're wrong on that one. Oh my God. Yeah, so. that release. <laughs> don't worry. I'm, 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 I think I'm held over a little bit after seeing Knock Loose Live. I think I'm good after, you know, a week. Yeah, you're here. You're actually on, on the, you're here, you're present. So that means it went well. <laughs> that means it went well. I mean, that's that's actually from the show. So it's like, yeah, you know, it could be worse. Could have been worse. <laughs> could have been up here. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, 
it, what might happen too is, you know, end up listening to dead language. All of a sudden, you know, something might happen up here, but it'll probably be for my own duty of like, you know, flaying myself. I'm like, what the hell? And then end up like smashing into the wall to try and like break through the wall. Just having that feeling of like, this is what we play for. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I might need liability insurance after while listening to this EP. We'll see though. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I always like to do is give you guys a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of this podcast. So, gentlemen, the floor is yours. All right. You know. Take it away. Yeah, I was. You know, <laughs> thank you guys so much for you know listening to us, uh, getting to know us a little bit better. Like I said, if you want to get to know us a little bit better, we have playlists releasing over the next couple weeks of just our big inspirations to see who you line up with best between all the band members on musical tastes. We also have another uh, single dropping in the next couple weeks, so just keep uh, an eye out for that. As well as the actual EP will be dropping on June 10th. So uh, that is going to be the full story that you'll get from front to back. And uh, we hope you really enjoy it. We'll also have shows coming out around that time in June. Uh, So keep an eye on any of our social medias to actually see our live performance schedule as that gets finalized and as it comes out. So we're looking forward to meeting everybody in person and uh, can't wait to get this into the next stage. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Could have said it better in myself. Tell you right now. Yeah, so go ahead and, uh, like you said, follow us on social media. I think most, if not everything, is at We Are Valoria, if I'm not mistaken. So be sure to check that out there if you want to get all these updates and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Justin. And, and come <laughs> hang for the ride or Jeff Goldblum, whichever comes first. Yeah, come, come hop on the nostalgic train while we bring you back to the feels of like 2008 2007 like that early 2000s like kind of feel to it but also bringing in a lot of like cool little twists and uh, surprises so we're excited to share that all with y'all <laughs> perfectly said guys perfectly said now it's time for me to end this podcast with not one not two but three very specific things first things first yes the guys from valoria are right here and you're not going to want to miss out on anything that they have coming up. You're not going to want to miss out on the live shows. You're not going to want to miss out on the new thing. You're not going to want to miss out on Dead Languages when it drops on June 10th. And if for some reason you forgot and you're watching the YouTube video, I have no idea how you forgot because you're going to be watching the video and it's going to literally say Dead Languages available June 10th. It's going to be down like right at the bottom of the video. It's going to be the whole time. So if you missed it, I don't know what the hell you're thinking. But if you're just listening to audio streams, well, now I know what you're thinking. But yeah, June 10th. Deadline just comes out. When it comes to connecting with the band, knowing all this stuff, getting to know all this stuff, and finding all this stuff, finding the merch, finding out when they're playing live shows, and just connecting with them online, finding those playlists as well, you're going to have to search all that stuff up, right? Wrong. Let me do all the work for you. So go to the description of the podcast, say find Valoria online. Links, labels for everything social media, YouTube. Um, where you can stream music, buy their music, download their music, where you can get their merch, literally everything I can possibly find in this band. All the links are going to be down there for you. So all you have to do is click the link and hit the subscribe button or hit the like button or whatever it is. You buy so much, whatever it is. I'm making it as easy as possible for you guys. I'm doing all the work. All you got to do is click. Bing, bang, boom. You're into Valoria, the biggest band in North Korea in 2027. <laughs> <laughs> and now, guys, it is time for my second thing. So whenever I have podcasts, I've absolutely enjoyed having and guests I've absolutely enjoyed having on the podcast, I tend to make a certain promise. And well, this is like a thing that's happened to every single band I've had on the podcast because I love doing this. 
And my God, there is no way in hell you guys broke this streak. So my promise to you guys is this, not an if, not an if, because if implies possibility of not happening. This is when, because when implies it's going to happen, but date and time right now is to be determined. When I can see Valori perform live for the first time. Guys, my promise to you is this. First round's on me. Hey. Hey. <laughs> My boy. All right. Look forward to it. 100% here for it. Just look for the guy, look, look for the guy in the pit wearing the Brewer's hat, and you'll know it's me. Yep. <laughs> Let's go. So as we bring this podcast conclusion for number three, saying goodbye, no, I'm not doing that for a number of reasons. One, I got to make good on that promise, guys. I mean, I, I hate having those debts over my head. I always want to make good on those promises because it's something I love to do. So I'm going to make sure that happens. So I have to see you perform live for one time. I have to meet you guys live so I can, you know, pay up on the debt first runs of me. On top of that, I don't want this to be the only time you guys are ever on the podcast. This was too much fucking fun. I want to bring you guys back on sometime in the future, probably 2023 when, you know, it's like, okay, you know, now you guys are on the Jeff Goldblum tour. How's this all rolling? All that good stuff. <laughs> so is this goodbye, guys? Fuck no, it's not goodbye. This is. See you later. See you later. Later, guys. Till next time. Well, folks, this is my interview with the guys from Valoria. Once again, their brand new EP. It is called Dead Languages. It releases on June 10th. You're not going to want to miss out on that. Plus, you're not going to want to miss out on any shows they got coming up. Or some of the cool merch they're going to have coming up. Maybe some of it's Jeff Goldblum inspired. I don't know, but it better be. So, Find Valoria online. Yes, you want to follow along with them on social media, watch their YouTube videos. You're going to want to, you know, stream their music, download their music, buy their music, buy some merch, go to some shows, all that kind of stuff. Connect with them and take a look at those playlists they put together so you can connect with the band even more on that front. So, what's the best way to do it? Go to the description of the podcast under Find Valoria Online. Links, labels for everything are going to be there. One click will take you right there. I'm doing all the legwork for you. All you got to do is click, and it's taken care of for you. There you guys go. Also, remember to uh, subscribe to the Core Progression Podcast. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok for, you know, the crazy fun super cuts of this that are actually getting pretty dang good. On top of that, please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can watch these interviews on the podcast with the artist literally right there in front of you. Or if you just want to stream it, Spotify, Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Amazon, all in scripts, podcasts for you. If you're already subscribed to the podcast, following us in any way, I want to say thank you. If you're not, please consider it. Please go do it. Hit the, that subscribe button anywhere you can. But on top of that, thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for our sponsors, Phoenix Fitness and Cousin Debuts. Links and the promo code description of the podcast as well. Along with the fact that, don't forget, we are sponsoring When We Were Hungry. Festival in 2022, October 20th and 21st out in Las Vegas, Nevada. Pancakes in the pit, yo. Don't miss out on it. I got the website and description of the podcast just for you guys. So thanks, guys, of Gloria once again. The biggest band in North Korea in 2027. And music uh, finds a way. So on that note, that's going to be for you guys. Take a watch to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all.